do you think? <laughs> oh, we got it? Okay. All right, all you lazy people. Look up there. Everybody else, look in your Bibles. It's going to be great. <laughs> all right, 2 Peter 1, 3 through 4. It says, seeing that his divine power, anybody believe God has divine power? Okay. Has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. You know what that verse says? That there is nothing lacking in our lives. Like he actually in his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Everything we need in, in terms of, of life and godliness and moving into the things of him, he's already given it to us through our true knowledge of him. So if he's already given us something, how many of you know that if I'm lacking something in a certain area of my life, uh, let's just take in as an example, pertaining to, to God. If there's parts of God I don't understand, you know, God actually intended it to be that way. Right? <laughs> I don't mean he's playing games. I just mean you and I both know that if we, if we have to kind of put some energy into something and struggle a little bit and go after it, it actually has way, way greater value than if someone just kind of gives it to you. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was younger, I, th I mentioned before, but when I was in high school, uh, somebody gave us the, uh, uh, a Dodge Colt wagon, 1973 Dodge Colt wagon, right? Woo! thing was amazing. Held together by rust, floorboards that had to have wood on them, you know, like the whole thing, right? It was just a piece of junk. But my dad said to me, he said, listen, I will let you, you can drive that to school every day. But on the weekends... I'll let you drive the 68 Camaro, the red Chevy. Bada-bing, right? So, if you will, all week long I'm kind of struggling with the Dodge Colt wagon situation. You know, this thing was just a piece of junk. And it was, you know, I kind of struggled through. But knowing what? That by Friday night, I got to, I got to drive the goodies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to go out with my friends in a car that really was nice, Right? And so there's this thing kind of out in front of me when I was doing this. I'm kind of struggling during the week, but by the weekend, I knew there was something good coming. See, I think sometimes with God, it's the same way. Like, he allows us to go through some stuff that actually, the Bible says, it refines us as pure gold. You know, to get good gold, you have to boil it down. You have to put some fire under it, and then you take all the, the crud off the top, and you have this pure, beautiful gold. I think God does the same thing with us sometimes. He says, listen, I've given you everything. You know all pertaining to life and godliness, all these promises, he says. But it's through the true knowledge of him. Okay? So then, verse 4, it says, for, go to the next one, would you? For, by, or through, or by, these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises so that, that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. He says, listen, I'm giving you these promises that if you will make them a part of your life, by them you're going you're gonna to go into great things. You're going to move into amazing things. He says that he has granted us these precious and magnificent promises so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature. In other words, he says, you're going to 
be more like God. It's going to become this thing inside of you. And I just want to encourage you. There are thousands of promises in the Word of God. And you know what? They're waiting for you. They're literally waiting for you to take them and grab hold. The other day I was listening to uh, T.D. Jakes. You guys, anybody like T.D. Jakes? You listen to him? He's really good. And, uh, but I was listening to this sermon, and he was, it was an encouraging sermon, and he, and he had these different verses. And I just felt compelled by the Spirit to, to just jot these verses down, uh, the, you know, wh- where they were. And I, I tapped them on the, on, on the desk in front of me. And throughout the week, whenever I started to have a sense of maybe, you know, things were feeling down or it wasn't so great, I would go back to those promises, and I would read them, and I would encourage myself. You see, he's given us these promises that we actually have to do something with them, right? Get them into our spirit. Say, Lord, you know what? And, and it can't even be in areas where we don't understand a lot of what God is doing that we can begin to say, Lord, I want to partake of the divine nature. I want to be more like you. I don't want to just know, you know, that the preacher knows something and speaks a little bit on Sunday. I actually want to know those things myself, right? I actually want these verses to get inside of me. So I just want to encourage you, encourage you with this, that his promises are powerful, all right? And then this morning, I want to just end with one last verse. 2 Corinthians 1.20. 2 Corinthians 1.20. For, and I want to, let's read this together. In fact, why don't we stand and read this one together? Why don't we stand together? All right, you with me? For as many as are the promises of God, in him they are yes. Therefore also through him is our amen to the glory of God through us. You know, there's a phrase that we use, and it's, it's yes and amen. Some of the different versions say that all his promises are there, and they're, in, in effect, God is already saying a yes to them. Like, they're already yes. That's right there. In him, they are yes. Can you just say yes with me? Yes. <laughs> this is where, like, those promises helps us get into the divine nature with God. Because if God's nature is to say yes, then I want to partner with yes. See, God's answer for stuff is yes. <laughs> How many of you... Have ever had someone in your life that's the no person? Like maybe it was a parent or a teacher or something or a boss. And you ever asked him a question and the answer was no. Like right away, it was no. <laughs> I had a friend of mine, I had somebody in my life that whenever I asked him something, they would say no. And then they wait about 30 seconds and go, well, okay. And then they, they do whatever it is you ask them, right? And, uh, but how many of you know that that's annoying, first of all? But second of all, that's not God. In this verse right here, he says, there are all these promises of God, and in him they are yes. They're already yes. So here's my thing. The more we take his promises, and let's say you read a verse that says, you know, something about uh, the the wealth of the wicked is going to be ours or whatever, you know, you read these verses. And here's what you do. God is saying yes to that because he wrote it, and then we get to say amen. Do you know what amen means? Somebody just say it. A lot of you know. Amen is what? So be it. Do you see what God is saying here? 
He's saying, listen, I got all these promises in my word. I've also got some prophecies that have been spoken over you and over different people. And guess what? I'm already saying yes. God is the yes man. He's the yes man. And then we get to add our amen to his yes. I know it's kind of mind-blowing a little bit because so many Christian people in churches think God is the no guy. No, you can't have that. No, you have to wait. No, no, no. But you know what? I think that God is speaking to us like Paul was speaking to Timothy, and he said, listen, take your prophecies and use them as spiritual warfare. Take your promises and use them as spiritual warfare. If you're banging up against something and it doesn't seem to be getting anywhere, guess what? We get to declare yes over that. Feels like a no. <laughs> Feels like we're having trouble and it's, it's a no. But that's not God's answer. God's answer is actually yes. So we say, amen. Can we say it together? Amen. Amen. Worship team, why don't you come? We're going to end with a song today. And uh, we haven't done it before, but some of you may have heard it. It's been around a couple years. And uh, it speaks to this verse exactly. Amen? And uh, how many of you think we could use a little more yes in our lives, right? A little more yes and amen. So I'm going to encourage you, even uh, as we get ready to, to sing.